Getting a good night's sleep can be so much easier said than done, but don't worry because our good friends at CBDMD have exactly what you need to help you unwind and sleep harder than all-star voters slept on BAM at a bio. I guess they did. Sleep PM bath salts fuse superior CBD with melatonin, a mixture of Epsom, Dead Sea, and Himalaya salts to turn any bathtub into a luxury spa experience and give you the relaxing that you desperately deserve. And to make it even easier to relax, regroup, and recharge, they're offering all of our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code NBA for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD products from CBDMD. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. Trade time, Tim. The one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? March is mad. Let's go. This is like the, the start of the second half of the NBA season is today for the Mavs. Mm. We have March Madness coming up. For all of, you know, what, 12 of you who care about that? I'm just kidding. Actually, there's a lot of people who care about it. Um, if you care no. about it, go listen to Locked On NBA Draft. Yes, go listen to that, and uh, you can hear about Cade Cunningham and all of This draft class actually does seem like it's pretty cool. I haven't it's spent a ton of time into it. Uh, a little bit of the top guys, top five or six guys, but at least seems like it'll be a lot of fun. But, yeah, March is a cool month. And on top of that, we have the trade deadline coming up at the end of this month that, oh, this is this is like our favorite time of the year. I texted I Nick know. today and I said, I need some trade rumors. I feel like an addict. I, I just need <laughs> some type of rumors because we all just feed off that. He just wants to, he just wants to right there, inject it right in the I'm veins. Just, I'm just like going into Twitter. I'm going on Hoops Hype. And I'm like, am I just missing something? Am I, which a lot of you will like blow up my DMs on, hey, did you see this trade? And some like random person that, thrown out there but i'm excited fun month. Yeah, don't send us any scoop b scoop all right let's uh today's show we're gonna break into scoop some trade badass. talk we have a bunch of you guys that responded to our tweet on at locked on maps you can go follow us there you can also follow me at nick van exit and you can also get isaac harris to ten thousand. get isaac to ten thousand followers he's on his way that'll be a big milestone for us i remember when you had less than a thousand followers isaac harris that's very true. Actually, I I don't follow that stuff very much. But now that I've hit nine thousand, I told my wife the other day, I'm like, "Hey, that'll be like a you know, cool Twitter milestone to hit ten k one day." And look where we started. Who would have ever thought? You know, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Look at us, Paul, Paul Rudd. Look at us. All right, so we're going to answer your questions. We're also going to grade your trade. One of my favorite things is just to take your trades that you guys send us. A whole bunch of you guys have screenshotted and sent us and sent us trades, and we're going to grade them. So we're going to do that, uh, but let's get into it. So what's the, the trade landscape right now for the Dallas Mavericks is it, it's all over the place. They could do any number of things, I think, it, mm. but it seems really unlikely because they don't have – assets that are really obvious, right? It would have to be a Seth for Josh Richardson type of trade. It would have to be a piece that we value for another piece that maybe they value a little bit more. 
Yeah. And that's, I think, what they would have to do. So any type of trade, it's going to hurt a little bit, right? Like the Seth trade kind of hurt a little bit. And for some of you now at this point of the season, you're like, wow, it really hurts. So the trade landscape is really interesting. One thing I, I do want to point out, though, before we really dive into trades, uh, I was looking up some numbers. We've been tracking this, and I wanted to bring it back up. The net rating with Porzingis on the floor and Luka off the floor. We've been mm. tracking it throughout the season. I think this is one of the biggest things for the Mavericks this year. Nick, why are you bringing this up right now on a trade pod? I don't know why I would bring it, be bringing this up on a trade pod. <laughs> why, why would I do that? Why would I, why would I do that? <laughs> We're on video now, Nick. Uh, so, at the beginning of the season, January 21st, so about a month into the season, uh, the net rating with Chris Alsporzing is on the court and Luka off. That's the difference between offensive rating and defensive rating. Points per 100 possessions. Points allowed per 100 possessions. Minus 27.2. That's bad. Mm. It was awful. It's not good. A couple weeks later, February 2nd, it was minus 18. So it got better. Significantly better, but still awful. Uh, February 11th, minus 21. Got a little bit worse, but still better than the beginning of the season. March 9th, as, as we're recording this. Net rating with Chris Porzingis on the floor, Luca off the court, minus 7.9. So in a four-week span, it went from negative 21.5 to negative 7.9. And the possessions almost doubled. So they played a lot, he played a lot more time without Luca during that time because he actually played, right? He wasn't out with an injury and all that. And that that going up is an incredible like a month from now, if it, if that's positive. The Mavericks are in a really good place, right? Yeah. And so I, w- I just wanted to point that out. I know we, we wanted to do a trade pot. I was just looking this up uh, for anybody that is wanting to trade Porzingis. I guess it's on the t- it's probably on the table, right? Even though Carlisle and Mark Cuban have denied that they're shopping him. Um, but I wanted to point that out and do that before another game happened. Uh, the Mavericks play San Antonio tonight on Wednesday if you're listening to this. By the way, San Antonio, just real quick. Uh, they're not a joke. Like they're eighteen and mm-hmm. they're eighteen and fourteen. They're a real team. They're real deep. A lot of guys. Demar Derozan is a legit guy that the Mavericks are gonna have a real problem with. Uh, they, according to Cleaning the Glass, nineteenth ranked offense, so not that great. One hundred eleven point two points per hundred possession. Defense though, fifth in the NBA, one hundred nine point six points per hundred possession allowed. So really good defense, uh, mediocre offense. And that's what the Mavericks are going to have to face in San Antonio. So, be really interesting. Anyway, let's get to the trade talk, unless you have any thoughts on that. I was going to say, I think San Antonio um, starts dropping in the near future. There, There's a stat out there as far as like their schedule and the strength of schedule for them in that first half and how it was uh, – yeah, I, don't, I think they had just over 10 road games over the whole first half of the season and – their strength of schedule was like maybe the easiest in a league. I could be wrong on that. Somewhere, somewhere up through there. So I think some course correction could be happening with San Antonio in the near future. But yeah, somebody I, put somebody put out a strength of schedule thing, and uh, like the San Antonio Spurs, the first half of the season, twenty seventh hardest. So basically the third, fourth easiest schedule, yeah. and over the this second half of the season, they're the third hardest schedule. So that's uh, course correction coming. A little I'll bit, that, yeah. Opposite for the, by the way, opposite for the Mavs. I want to I point that out. The Mavericks at the begin, had the hardest schedule, according to this, before the All-Star break. After, it's going to be the 26th. So it's just the opposite of San Antonio, basically. Okay. Um, I'll say this as far as the, the trade landscape stuff and, and for the Mavs. There are a lot of directions Dallas could go, obviously. Whether it's a bigger trade, whether it's just trying to refine you know, the edges here and there. 
the direction I do not think I'm very confident of saying that they will not go is selling off pieces for like draft picks or whatever to go back. Yeah. I don't think that. I've seen some people throw that out there or at least throw the idea of saying, oh, Dallas is on the fence. You know, they could go either way. I don't think there is either way for Dallas. They're like, they want, you just get into the playoffs, especially this season. You have Luka Doncic, like, then you just let it play out from that, that point. So I don't see any scenario in which Dallas is canvassing the league and you know i've seen some of you throw out there like oh there's not very many sellers dallas has these expirings i don't see anything like that if they do a, a deal i think it is something like the josh seth thing of you know swapping out parts or a bigger type of deal something like that to where it doesn't jeopardize their playoff chances even that 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 like mindset or that mentality about the mavericks trade Deadline even made me think about the Wiseman trade, like the, the the hypothetical Porzingis for Wiseman and stuff. That made me even think about that because that's taking a step backwards. Even if two steps back maybe gets you three steps forward when Wiseman gets to his prime or gets to, you know, comfort, like gets comfortable in the NBA. But I don't even think the Mavericks would do something like that. Like I don't think they're they're thinking long term, but they have to think real short term right now. Luca is good now and they want to be good now. You know what I mean? They do. I would say it's a little bit different. Just because those pieces, you could turn them around very quick into something big, like in the offseason. And I think if you it's got some, like, it is. I was speaking more of the sense of, you know, for instance, like let's say Boston called with their trade exception and said, hey, we want Tim Hardaway for, you know, a, a draft pick. I don't think Dallas is doing something like that. I don't think they're giving away, you know, a guy like Tim who fits so well, you know, with the, with the team right now to where if you gave Tim Hardaway away for nothing, then that hurts your team. It hurts your team going to the playoffs. It would be a step back like that Golden State type of deal. But I think Dallas could still make the playoffs with a type of deal like that, and but still have like more ammo the summer to go get somebody else. But anyway, that you was, think that the was Mavericks could make the playoffs with Wiggins and and Wiseman instead of Porzingis? Yeah, I do. Yeah, man. That'd be, that's a Herculean effort by Luca right there. All right, coming up, let's get into some of your questions. A whole bunch of really good questions about trades, and then we will grade your trade. We'll get into that coming up. But before we do, Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. It's a chew, it's in chewable form, and it caught it's a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all the forms of ED. It can help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line in the pharmacy, no having to look your friend in the eye while you're doing a Blue Chew ad at all. It's all done online. Ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredients and strength for your prescription. And if you don't like swallowing pills, no problem. Blue Chew's uh, pills are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared to ship direct, and it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. So right now, try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOCKEDON at checkout and just pay $5 shipping to get a free trial. That's BlueChew.com, promo code LOCKEDON. Receive your first month free. And we want to thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this podcast. We're covering everything you need to know about the Dallas Mavericks, but what about the rest of sports? The Locked On Today podcast with the great Peter Bukowski has everything. They're covering NFL, NBA, college, hockey, all that kind of stuff. So, 
Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast. Get all your sports in under 20 minutes. Follow Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Isaac Harris. Let's of course, answer. My last name is Bukowski. Such a cool last name. Peter Bukowski. Let's answer some of the questions from our listeners, the Raccoon Squad. This one's from Zach. Given that the trade price is relatively equal, which player would you rather see the Mavericks trade for? Victor Oladipo. Mm, I saw this one. Or our boy HB, Harrison Barnes. Whoo, that one's an interesting one. Do we want to have the Harry B conversation? Because I do. Because he's a hot name in trade stuff, and I've seen multiple tweets about him. I think he will be a hot commodity among playoff teams. You know, we've I'm sure a lot of people listen to Zach Lowe, Bill Simmons, these guys that I feel like they've both had recent pods talking about him too. I think a lot of contenders will be very interested in Harry B. Um, yeah, I, okay. Let's, I'm trying to debate if I want to do the question first or the whole Harry B, uh, segment first. Do the Harry B first. Do the whole, do the whole thing because then we'll, we'll be able to answer Harry B or Oladipo. Well, first off, just incredible season by him. I mean, I'm so happy for him. You guys know, if you've been listening to this podcast, love Harrison Barnes. He's been, he was, yeah, one of, yeah, one of my top three favorite people that I've gotten the chance to cover uh, here in Dallas and uh, get to know a little bit. And I'm super happy for the season he's having for the Kings. I mean, his shooting numbers, you know, he, he's obviously averaging 17 a game, playing in every game, starting every game, but he's right at the 50-40 club. And the biggest thing, he's averaging three and a half assists a game. Like, Big that time. is that is insane for him, right? We remember what Harrison Barnes was like. I mean, he barely cracked two assists per game, and now he's three and a half. Like, that's a big jump for him. Yeah, and, you know, for him, it's getting more – This Harrison played in these two different type of roles in the NBA. He went from his role in Golden State as the, what, fourth guy, you know, whatever it is. We saw him on those title teams and all of that. Then he went from – that Golden State role, and you see this all the time happens in the league, where you take a guy and then, bam, he gets a massive contract and you ask that guy to be something that he's really not. And he goes to Dallas on this max contract and you're like, hey, BR, you know, R1 or BR2, be, you know, one, one of these top options. And we watched it. And then when Luca came in, we're like, can this coexist and all this different stuff. So then he goes to Sacramento and now he's start, He's kind of sliding back into that Golden State type of role. When you look, a simple thing to look at. I look at, looked at Synergy and said, "All right, look at the last season in Dallas compared to his last season in Sacramento, or his, his current season in Sacramento. His percentage, his offensive possessions percentage. His last year in Dallas, fourteen percent of his offensive possessions were isolation. That was his second highest. Okay, second highest to spot up. This year in Sacramento." 6% of his offensive possessions. It's like the seventh category as far as like offensive possessions. So like half of that percentage. And that's because it's spot up is still number one, but that's the two different things that's being asked of him this year compared to his role in Dallas. So I've seen people throw his name out there and say, all right, should Dallas go back after him? And I think the key part of that is, well, what role will, will he be in Dallas? And you know, that whole fit with Luca early on and all of that. So I, I think there's a question before that one. If you want to finish your thing, I can, I, I have a question before that one, but my whole thing is if you could promise the role and everything that he's playing in Sacramento, 
would be the role in everything that he would play in Dallas, I would sign my up, but sign, sign myself up for that. The barriers or obstacles to, to that happening, that would, uh, and there's a lot in that of to that. Uh, I would, yeah, I would wonder if that could happen. What were your, here's, what was you going to say? Here's my thing. This man was traded in the middle of a game, <laughs> right? Like we saw, like we think about Harrison Barnes, everything he did for the city of Dallas, the, the ambassador that he was being there for Dirk, you know, signing with the team, all that kind of stuff. Like there, Harrison Barnes is, is one of the greatest guys like we've covered, right? He's a great oh, guy. Yeah. We understand he's, he's super understandable. Uh, and, I still think that there's probably some stuff there, right? Like you don't just get betrayed like that and get traded, right? For essentially nothing too, right? Like he got traded for a, the yeah. biggest trade exception in NBA history at the time. And so it wasn't just like, hey, the, the Seth Curry trade where, hey, we're trading you for a guy we think fits better. No, we're just going to ship your ass out of town for like nobody but Justin Jackson and Zach Grandolf, former Maverick great. Uh, yeah. So if I'm Harrison Barnes, there's something there, right? And he would be totally professional. If the Mavericks traded him. He'd be he totally professional. Get back. You know, still does do community all- work here in Dallas. Exactly. He'd still do all that stuff. And he would be, you know, the bad term, but a good soldier. He would, you know, all that kind of stuff. He would be great. I I would just, if I was him, I would have some some qualms, Isaac. I would have qualms. So the, the question goes back to, if they're both equal, Victor Oladipo or Harrison Barnes, who the upside of Victor Oladipo is is much higher than Harrison Barnes, in my opinion. Can we agree on that? Yes. Yeah. The problem is Harrison Barnes plays games and Victor Oladipo doesn't often, <laughs> right? Yeah. There's the injury history is is stark. There's a lot of guys talked with Valencia yesterday on the pod about a bunch of different trade candidates, and we're like, yeah, this guy he could be great, but he never plays, right? <laughs> He's like, yeah, Kevin Kevin Love, Victor Oladipo, Otto Porter Jr. You know, it's like all these guys that are coming up. Uh, so, man, I also <laughs> think it takes more to. I know it's going to sound crazy to some people, but I also think the return package for Barnes will be better than Oladipo. Because Oladipo is going to be a free agent and Harrison Barnes. Free agent and injury history, all of that, you know, lumped into one. I think the fact that Barnes is under contract for, you know, another year. Two more years. Two two more more years. Yeah, two more years. I think, you know, he, he is a durable guy. I think his ability to play the four, you know, a lot of small ball four role. I think all of that will be really valuable to some teams. So, I mean, I, I think they could legit get a first round pick for Barnes and maybe even, you know, a, a young flyer type of guy to where Oladipo just over, you know, since he's been traded, the fact that he, he has been hurt again and you know, the, the free agent status, I think the trade value on that is, yeah, I think it's went down. Yeah, it, it probably has. Uh, all right. Well, we, we, we talked about that, but did we decide one? <laughs> I don't know if we decide. I don't know if the Mavericks have enough to get Harrison Barnes. It's kind of the deal. Yeah. Who we didn't answer this guy's question. How long have we been it's, going on this? <laughs> I think here's my thing. I've been on the Oladipo Mavs corner for a while and that I think it's, it's been a realistic target. I think it still is, even though I know the Miami thing, I think he's still, you know, I think somebody tweeted us and say, hey, what's the most realistic target that you think could really move the needle as far as like our ceiling? And I think I still think it's Victor Oladipo because 
I think as far as what Dallas has to offer and for a bigger trade, assuming, you know, Porzingis, main guys are off the table. I think you you could somebody could go get Victor Oladipo for a fairly cheap price. And if it hits, then like that takes the ceiling of your team to the next level. So, yeah. Like this next guy asks, you know, Immaculate Vibes Only Senior. That's what he asked. <laughs> That's mm, his, love that name. his Twitter name. What's a realistic path to contention over the next two off seasons? Like if you get Victor Oladipo and he hits and he's a Victor Oladipo of Indiana and he can play and the injuries aren't that bad and he stays and Porzingis' injuries, like that's a title contender to me. Having those th- having those three guys and the role players the Mavericks already have because they wouldn't have to give up too much to get him or they just sign him outright this summer. Like if you just get that and Victor Oladipo is healthy, that's that's a title contender to me. But yeah, well, I, I think the biggest thing to that question is just KP. I mean, the for biggest sure. path for them contention is what is KP? If he's the second star that we think he is, then that path's a little different. If it's not, and you don't know, you don't think it's a long term fit. Then all of a sudden, like, are you looking for the third piece to complement those two guys? Or are you going into next season saying, we still have to find the second? That's, I think that's the. And I think the combo of Oladipo and Porzingis can be that second guy, <laughs> right? They do on, they, on paper. They, on paper, right? Yes. And, and not on the training table. They'd have to actually play. That would be the thing. And. I would be nervous yeah, about yes. Oladipo too, and if that happens, I would be. I would still be nervous about it. Uh, all right, coming you, up, yeah, yeah, Sharon, coming up, all. bunch, bunch of different ans- bunch of different questions, uh, but we got to grade some trades. So let's go through some of the, your your trades, and we will grade them coming up. But before we do, builtbar.com. go get your built bars. It is the best tasting protein bar that I have ever had, and the best tasting protein bar that pretty much everybody on our network has ever had. Today, they're doing March Madness for Built Bar. The two bars up for uh, up in the bracket, German Chocolate, Salted Caramel, mm. Mocha Love, and Birthday Cake. To be perfectly frank, I have not had any of these bars. So ooh, if you have, ooh. you can go and uh, you can go and, and vote on these. But I have not personally had them, so I can't make a. I, I've had a Salted lot on caramel. The, Let's go. This left side of the bracket, I have not had as many bars as I think I've had every single one on the right side of the bracket. So when that comes up, but go vote at builtbar.com. You can also get some bars for yourself and start trying them out. Go to builtbar.com. Use that promo code LOCKEDON20. And you'll get 20% off your next order. That's builtbar.com. Go vote for the bracket. And uh, if you have any thoughts on the matchup, tweet at built underscore bar. Go to builtbar.com. Again, lockdown20 is that promo code. And also, betonline.ag. It's the one place to put down some money, to put some uh, money back in your pocket, hopefully, if you have some winning bets. If you have takes, a lot of you guys come at us and say, your takes are trash and blah, blah, blah. You guys are always wrong. All right, if you think you're always right, Put some money down on it, right? That just shows. Oh, never mind. Keep going. Go bet on some of this stuff. There's so many things that you can bet on. Uh, there's a couple of things right now. Uh, let's see. Are the Dallas Mavericks on this? Okay. To make the playoffs. This is a new thing they just posted today. To make the playoffs, Dallas Mavericks minus 350. If you don't think they're going to make the playoffs, plus 275. So to win 100 bucks, you'd have to put up 350 on the yes <laughs> to win 100 bucks. So. The odds that the Mavericks will make the playoffs are pretty good, according to Bet Online. If you think they're not going to make the playoffs, put down 100 bucks and you win 275 mm. You can make some good money there. Uh, do you want to hear the Hawks numbers? Oh, all day. 
125 to not make the playoffs. Minus 105 to make the playoffs. That's real close. Bet Online is not sure if the Hawks that they think that they might make the playoffs. They're really not that sure if they're, they're going to make the playoffs. Here's a crazy one. They have a Celt- lot of all stars. Celtics to make the playoffs. This is this can't be right. Celtics to make the playoffs minus two thousand plus one thousand to not make the playoffs. So minus two. So you put down uh, two thousand bucks. <laughs> if they make the playoffs, you win a hundred bucks. Mm. Those odds are. If you don't think that the Celtics are going to make the playoffs, you put down 100 bucks, you win 1000 bucks. Crazy. Uh, but betonline.ag, use that promo code LOCKDOWN to get 50% off. Uh, you know, you get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Promo code LOCKDOWN. Again, go to betonline.ag. March Madness is only a few weeks away, but the future of the NBA is on display right now. Get a head start with this year's draft analysis by subscribing to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board Podcast. Draft guru Chad Ford has released his Big Board 2.0 with profiles of Cade Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley, and more. Subscribe to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board Podcast wherever you get your pods. Would you rather have Buddy or Harrison Barnes? Same age. They are the same age, aren't they? That's they wild. Have, they are. Think I would rather have Harrison Barnes. We're we, we've come full circle with this. <laughs> we've <laughs> come. I, yeah, we've come full circle with this. <laughs> yeah, they could have pulled off the Porzingis trade even if they didn't do the Harrison Barnes one, right? I'm not remembering that wrong. They still could have kept Harrison Barnes. Yeah, 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 sure. right. Yeah, uh-huh. so we've come full circle. This could have been the Ma- if the Mavericks do trade for Harrison Barnes, that would be wild because then it's just been the biggest like, oops, we messed that one up. I think I would rather have Harrison Barnes than Buddy Heald. I know some people are probably going to be upset about that, but he's. No, I mean, de- I think yeah, decent shooter, better defender, definitely better defender, way better defender. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I agree. all that. Let's grade. All right, let's grade some trades. This is from Troy Bowman. What up, oh, Troy? Th- Bradley Beal. All right. What, what, what? First of all, before before I get into Bradley Beal trade, what are no we grading it on? Trades. Uh, okay. Well, I'll skip this one. <laughs> uh, a to A to F. Right. Let's just do it like that. Okay. E- cool. Easy way. We don't have to come up with numbers. Yeah. Bradley Beal, Thomas Bryant, for Kristaps Porzingis, Josh Richardson, Jalen Brunson. Uh, what what's the grading? What I'm giving them a to F. like likelihood or no? If it's good or if it's a good trade or not? Um, not likelihood just, factors into it too. Sure, I'll give it a a D, <laughs> just because um, I think they could get a a, a haul for a Brad Beal. Jalen Brunson is the classic example of us overvaluing a player that other teams probably don't, right? Like we see him every night. We I think see they, what he's I think, doing. I think they value him. I think they will. I don't think it's you're looking at saying, hey, he's our SGA to get a Paul George, but I think there's a lot of teams that would value him like a lot. But they're putting Josh Richardson in this deal, who's an expiring essentially for them. Porzingis, who we're not sure if he has a ton of value right now, and then Jalen Brunson and no picks. He didn't mention any picks, so it's like, yeah. what are the they're really getting? You know, Jalen Brunson is the one that's bringing the value up. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go D or close to F on that one. Sorry, Troy. That's what we're gonna. All right, I get he, I get the thought though, Troy. Understand the thought. Uh, Holmes and Buddy to the Mavs. This is <laughs> that's his name. This is a big trade, huge trade. Oh, if it's a four teamer. It is a four-teamer. Oh my lord! 
The Mavericks end up with Kevon Looney and Wendell Carter. What What are we doing? And they give up James Johnson and a 2022 first round pick that they can't give up. All right, F. Can't give up that pick? I'm sorry. I, I lost your test. I can't even grade it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we misplaced the test. Well, you, they can't trade the 2022 pick. Steppy and Roll, they have yeah. a pick going to the Knicks this season, and so they can't trade. They couldn't even trade it even if they didn't have the 2023 pick potentially going to the Knicks as well. They just couldn't do it. So yeah. uh, F on that one. Sorry, bud. Uh, ben Simmons Ooh. and Isaiah Joe for Porzingis, Josh Green, Tyrell Terry. Um, the combo of KP and Embiid seems odd to me. Yeah, before Embiid's MVP season, we halfway joked around last year of, okay, would Embiid and Porzingis, you know, swapping make sense for both sides? Because <laughs> then Philly would build around Ben Simmons, they'd have a shooter, and it's more like this fast pace and all this stuff. Luca could play off Embiid, you know, more. And now Embiid is the MVP of the season so far. So it's just not even a, yeah. When you and I were going back and forth at the beginning of the season about LeBron versus Embiid, I was thinking about that conversation. Like, man, remember when we thought about that? That that was a realistic thing. But the end of last year's playoffs, it seemed like Embiid was so frustrated, didn't want to be there, you know, all that kind of stuff. And KP played really well in the bubble, so. That trade doesn't get it done for the Sixers at all. No, no. It's an F as far as likelihood to me. If they ever trade Ben Simmons, it's for a, you know, playmaking guard. Here's one, Daniel House for your boy, Wes Wandu and a second-round pick in 2022. A. This is from B. Kaler. A. A? You like that one? Sure. Sure. I don't know what Daniel House is really bringing you. There's a really good. Either, there's but. a really good meme on Reddit where they go, through the, they go through this cycle. Rockets fans go through this cycle with Daniel House. He's undervalued. We should play him more. They play him a little bit. He starts to do some good things. You're really excited about him. He should play more than he is now. And then he messes up and screws some stuff up. So now that they're like, ah, he's trash, sit him. And then they sit him and then it goes to the cycle again. (laughs) It seems like James Johnson for the maps. Yeah, exactly like that. Uh, Wayne Ellington for Wessa Wandu in a second. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. JaVale McGee for Willie Colley Stein in a second. That's his three trades. Uh, I like where this guy's at, though. Like, these are all trades that, in a vacuum, are like, all right, cool, I get it. They're just not changing a ton, you know? Like, how, like who's House playing over? He's not playing over Dorian. So, you know, I guess he's just getting some minutes off the bench. You know, it's just like a depth piece. But, and then McGee. McGee's sure. an upgrade over Willie Colley-Stein to me. Yes. Yes. It doesn't shore up your center spot, though. He's an upgrade. Think. Yeah, I, I guess. He is. He can catch. Have you seen him catch lobs? Have you seen him catch? Okay, that's true. He can catch. I would love to see him and McMahon together again. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, Shout out to our man, McMahon. Ben McMahon getting engaged. Congrats to the big man. Oh, Tim. Champ BD, PJ Tucker, Victor Oladipo, Christian Wood. Holy crap. He's going for the whole enchilada. (laughs) Christian Wood, Victor Oladipo, PJ Tucker for... Chris Porzingis, Dwight Powell, Wes Awundu. Oh. Took it a little far with Christian Wood. Take Dwight and Christian Wood out. Maybe you got something there, but oh, I don't know. No. You don't. I'm not. I'm not trading KP for Tucker and Oladipo though. Yeah, maybe take out. Oh. Yeah, that's a that's a lot. 
It's a, it's a lot both ways. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a, I, I still, I wouldn't do it for, you know, as, as a, you know, from the Mavs angle, but it's not like I get the understanding. You wouldn't of do him. it from the Mavs angle. I would do it. No. I think Christian Wood, man, he's, he's good. He's giving you the offensive production of KP with the roller that, that Luca has always wanted. I, get I, off the Dwight contract, get your boy, PJ Tucker, <laughs> Victor Oladipo, get him on a test run. The Christian Wood stuff is, I'm trying to figure out where I'm at on it as far as is it legit? I think it's a bad deal for the Is this a little overhyped? Yeah, I don't know. Just straight up numbers. Christian Wood, 22 points a game, 10 boards. Over 13 games? 17. (laughs) (laughs) I was totally kidding with 13. 42% from 42%. (laughs) 42% from three on four and a half attempts per game. Uh, okay. Yeah. Shooting threes, 20 and 10 yeah. over this stretch. Hasn't played with a real point guard really since Harden. Can I give you three names real quick? I don't think that would happen on the rocket side, but I'd be for that trade. I think. I do think there's, there is something in the sense of Silas being in Houston. They are reselling. Or reselling. They are going to sell. And shout out to all of you Houston fans who are in my DM saying Houston's not going to sell this year and they're going to make the playoffs, by the way. I'm thinking about <laughs> you all. Um, Sorry, Jackson. <laughs> I do think in, in the fact that if I'm Silas and I want some culture guys on my team to help establish this culture moving forward of a young Rockets team, I would look at the team that I just came from because I know these guys. So if Houston and Dallas did do a deal, it would not shock me. What that deal looks like, I don't know. If it's a one, you know, type of player, is it just PJ Tucker? If it's a bigger deal, Tucker yeah. and Oladipo, whatever it is. But the Tucker for Dwight Powell deal has some. There's some. There's some like it kind of makes sense. Yeah, when you yeah consider everything in there. Uh, let's see. Let's see, dude. RJ Evan Fournier, Mo Bamba for James Johnson and Dwight Powell. Ooh, interesting. That Evan Fournier was a disaster on defense in the <laughs> in the Mavs game that they played, and so I reached out to Lockdown Magic host Philip Rossmanreich, and I was like, "Is or, is Fournier always this bad at defense?" And he's like, "Yeah, usually." <laughs> I, I, why would Orlando do that? Uh, Fournier is an expiring contract. So is Mobamba technically too. Yeah, well, so is James Johnson. So they're just gonna give away anything left of Mobamba, which I get everything with Mobamba, and. And and Fournier just for Dwight. I mean, Powell. they could they could go flop, you know, like flip Fournier to somewhere else for like some seconds and stuff. At least, get oh, some maybe they seconds. throw in some seconds here. Okay, okay. I mean, heck yeah. I mean, if you could get Fournier for, yeah, I mean, and bring him off the bench, then sure, yeah. And it's just weird now. All of a sudden, you have Richardson, you have Tim Hardaway Jr., and you have Fournier. Then you're like, all right, I have these three guards that and Brunson. Well, Brunson can handle the ball. The, the, those other yeah. three guys, I'm not really tasking yeah. to handle the ball. That's That trades is closer to a C to me. I feel like we haven't given any good grades to any of these trades. I gave <laughs> that tra- one guy with the, the smaller trades. I think those are A's. Uh, some of these are. Okay, here's one. Vooch and Fournier for Dwight Powell and Porzingis. This comes from Ch- uh, was- Ch- uh, Champ BD again. Yeah, that one's super interesting. Um, just, 
I think you do have to ask the question. I mean, Vooch is, Vooch is older. So from Orlando's perspective, they're looking at it saying, all right, the swap out, what is it worth for them to swap out Vooch for KP? And, you know, you get a little younger, basically on the same type of contract, you know, just off the top of my head on that. And yeah. Yeah, Porzingis one more year than, than Vooch. Yeah, and you're just you're you're swinging at the potential of it. Um, for Dallas's angle, you're sitting there saying, "What?" Oh, I'm just thinking the swinging at the potential. All of a sudden, you have Fultz, Isaac, and Porzingis are your are your is your future, right? And all those guys of injury things. Torn ACLs. <laughs> they can have an ACL rehab party. Uh, from Dallas's angle, you know Dallas would look at it and say, "All right, we swap out two shooting bigs." You know, Vooch is a little older, you know, if, you know, all of that. So I guess your window is a little bit smaller, uh, but Vooch does rebound, you know, better than KP. So that's interesting. It's and not you get horrible. Fournier. Yeah. And you get Fournier too. It's not horrible. That's not, a, that's not, I don't bad. see it from Orlando, but I feel like every trade for Orlando, I'm like, I don't see this for them. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. But anyway, all right. Bunch I of have, trades there. Real quick, real quick. I just want to throw three names at you. Three names that I could see in bigger deals from contenders to where they go to bad teams and it's not really like a buyout thing. The team just says, hey, I just want to give these guys away for a second round pick. Danny Green, Andre Iguodala, Lou Williams. Any of those three dudes that you that you would say, yes, I will give a, you know, a second and, you know, one of our expirings for one of those guys. Okay, never mind. You don't like any of them. <laughs> I was reading more questions to see if there's any more interesting ones. There was not. Did you hear anything I said? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I just did like two sentences. Like, how did you not hear any of that? <laughs> All right, let, let's rewind. <laughs> there. Okay, I'm leaving it in the pod. We're past the 30 minute mark. Everything else is bonus. This is incredible. I'm not contractually <laughs> obligated to listen to you outside of the 30 minute mark. <laughs> <laughs> I set all of that up for a question. And then you just looked at me you're like, Hey, yeah, how's this? Uh, I was looking at somebody sent another trade and then somebody else was like, yeah, no, that would never happen. And I was like, Oh, what was that trade? And then I was trying to think if it could actually happen. Anyway, continue. I love, I love the Twitter response of like, that would never happen. And then, you know, half these shades that do, do happen. Like <laughs> majority of y'all would say that would never happen on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> Go back. All right. I'm listening now. <laughs> some really good teams across the league have some guys on expirings that they could put into some like bigger deals. For instance, like Danny Green in Philly, they go get Kyle Lowry. You know, I think Toronto would probably keep Danny Green, but let's say they don't. And they're like, all right, we just want to give him away. I think there's a few guys like that. Danny Green, Andre Iguodala, Lou Williams. That those three teams could use those salaries to go, go get somebody like better. And then those receiving teams won't want those guys to where it might not be buyouts, but it, it, they could canvas the league and say, hey, well, somebody to you know give us a second round pick for you know one of you know this this vet. Is the what, George Hill treatment from this summer? Yeah, something like that. Any of those three guys that you would say. Yes, take one of our expirings who don't, you know, who doesn't play and a second round pick and we'll take one of those. Yeah, I like I like the I like the Iguodala for the leadership. I think Danny Green can actually bring a little bit more on the court. What was the third name? Lou Will. 
Yeah, Lou Will. I, I like Danny Green a little bit more than Lou Will. Lou Will better player right now, but would you rather have Trey Burke or Lou Will? I'd rather have Lou Will for sure. <laughs> but I, the reason why I would bring one of these guys in, and this is why these you know buyout guys, I would rather have a veteran guy that's been to the, the finals and has yeah. won. And like Lou Will, is he going to give you much more than what Tim Hardaway Jr. is bringing you right now? Maybe, like maybe more creation. He create his own shot, but Tim Hardaway is doing a great job. Jalen Brunson's doing a great job right now. The Mavericks don't yeah. really need that as much as they would need a veteran. So that would be my that would be my take on that. Okay. Now that I've fully listened to what you said. <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> All right, there you go. Guys, we will uh we'll be back with more Mavericks Way San Antonio Spurs tonight. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. So boom. Want to trade? Nah. Why not? I like mine better. Wait here. I'll trade you all this money for the Doritos. I'll trade you all this candy. No. Be right back.